0: Jennifer Takagi with New Manager Media, Manage Right from the start. Today, I want to talk about resilience, resiliency, how to be resilient, and why it even matters. In this day and age, we have so much going on in the world. We're in the midst of a pandemic that started the the year off, and that was after um, Kobe Bryant was tragically killed and everybody else on that helicopter. So we started the year off in a funky place and it's kind of just spiraled, literally spiraled ever since. And we hear the term resilient and being resilient and how to be resilient, but do we even know what it is? Do you know what it is? Do you know what resiliency is and what it means to you? Well, resiliency is your capacity to recover quickly. Did you catch that? Recover quickly, because we can become resilient over time. But the question is, can we do it quickly and do we have the tools we need to do it quickly? It's also springing back. We're going to spring back from difficulties. And I haven't really researched my theory, but I truly believe that resiliency comes from experience. Some people at a very young age have had a lot of trauma, a lot of upheaval in their life, and they seem to bounce back relatively quickly. It doesn't mean they're not still affected by the events, but somehow they're able to move forward more quickly than others. You look at other people and they're at a what you might consider a much older period of, or age period of their life, but they haven't had any losses. I have friends of mine whose grandparents are still alive, and I lost my last grandparent in um, 2008, no, 2005. It was 2005. So I've been 15 years with no grandparents whatsoever, so it's always surprising to me to find people in my age group whose parents are still alive, which my parents are not alive, and then they also have their grandparents. If you haven't really had much loss or trying times, you don't know how to be resilient. You don't kind of know what it means and you definitely don't know what to do about it. I know I didn't until I became in the position where I had to learn to be resilient. One simple yet incredibly powerful thing you can do to become more resilient is to write down your feelings. It can be journaling, it can be daily pages. Daily pages is the idea of just stream of conscious writing, whatever comes to mind, just putting it down on paper first thing in the morning before you turn on your computer, your phone, you do any type of work. You write out, no matter what it is, good, bad, indifferent, um, ugly thoughts, scary thoughts, just whatever your thoughts and feelings are. Journaling is a little more strategically done. You, like, are typically writing in sentences, although you don't have to. Putting your feelings on paper is is powerful. It, like, purges it from your system. And there is a very distinct difference between typing it in an online journal and writing it. I have a journal. Ah, I have one right here. And I just... I got it off the Amazon, and it's just a lined paper, because I like lines, because I go all over the page. And you just write down your thoughts and feelings. You can have a gratitude journal and write everything you're grateful for. But in times of crisis, like right now in the middle of this pandemic, write your feelings. How are you feeling? What are you feeling? Do you even know what your feelings are? But get it out. It sounds airy-fairy, touchy-feely, but It works, and there is something really powerful, and there's studies on this, on how if you have the thought and it comes down through your arm and out your pen or pencil onto paper, you remember it, it resonates differently than if you type it or if you voice to text it. It's just a little bit different. You don't have to. Typing it is better than nothing, but get your feelings out. You hold them in, you bottle them in, you think you're doing a really great job with that until, until, until that person cuts you off in traffic. And then you say everything except a non-curse word. (laughs) You can put together some really amazing strings of curse words. Get it all out. Start writing down your feelings, what you feel about the situation, what you feel about what's going on, what you feel about being in your house, now school, people are going back to school, or wait, no. The kids are supposed to be going back to school, but now the parents are having to, to teach them, right? Because they're they're going to school from home all the time or part of the time. So it's kind of a big deal. Everybody's feeling a lot of angst, a lot of anxiety. So write your feelings down. Write them down, get it out. You never have to read them again, but write them down, get them out. Show up ready, show up ready. I worked with a gal one time and she had moved and when she and her husband moved he took a different job she had to quit her job in the move so she went a number of months before she got a new job and her neighbor told her you need to wear button-up pants every day and if not every day at least once a week because you need to make sure that you're not gaining too much weight by not being as active going to work because when you go into an office you're up you're moving around When I work from home, I sit here in my office working on my computer. So you have to show up ready, and even if it's a Zoom call, you need to be ready. I get that not everybody's cameras show their eyelashes, their eyebrows, their lipstick, whatever, and if you're a man, that you like brush your teeth and wash your hair. But there's something psychological about being ready. Are you ready? Are you dressed? Are you prepared? Have you done whatever work you need to do to be ready for the meeting? Show up ready. When I went, (laughs) I'm doing trainings for the state of Oklahoma, and I have gone to their offices. I was without internet for a whole week. That's a whole nother, you know, that's like rant. That's not even a podcast topic, that's just a rant. But when I didn't have internet, I had to go to their offices to record, or not record, but do live training via webinar. And there are over 100 people on each one. I think my highest number was like 250. It was crazy how many people signed up for these webinars. And I was fully dressed. I didn't just wear jeans and tennis shoes. I had on slacks and sandals and you know, a top, the whole bit. I wasn't really even gonna see anybody. But it didn't matter. I needed to feel mentally prepared, mentally ready. When the worst tragedy that I've ever experienced and hope to ever experience, you know, all in one day was the Oklahoma City bombing. I worked in that building and I called in sick. And day after day after day, I had to tell myself to get up and get dressed. And as I was putting on makeup, I was crying as much as I was putting on makeup. I was dabbing tears as quickly as I could. And this head, this voice in my head was saying, this is just insanity. Why are you putting makeup on? Why are you doing your hair and makeup? I get up every day, take a shower, and do my hair and makeup. Just always have, always will. And this other voice said, because it's what you do. You get up, you get dressed, you go. You have to set those patterns so showing up ready, being ready, getting ready, even if it's just to sit in your living room or your dining room table doing work on the computer. It does something mentally for you if you are physically ready. Be physically ready. I saw one definition of resilience and it was maintaining equilibrium under pressure. Maintaining equilibrium under pressure. How do you even do that? How do you even begin to maintain equilibrium right now? Well, I wanna say I've come up with three things that I think are important to be resilient. The first thing is breathing. And I think it's called diaphragmatic breathing where you breathe deep down into your diaphragm, take a big old deep breath and then let it out. And we cannot live without air. We cannot live without air. So if you're completely stressed out, our tendency is to hold our breath. We hold our breath and then we realize we didn't even know we were holding our breath, but we hold our breath. So if we can practice breathing and you can set a schedule to breathe, it's really great to do first thing in the morning to lay in bed for 10, 15, 20 minutes is ideal. Just doing deep breaths Your body can process so much emotionally and physically by just breathing. Get in a habit of breathing and doing deep breathing. The other thing is to pause. We get to moving so incredibly quickly. Do we have to move that fast? Not always. Sometimes, yes. You know, there's like a dog on our heels. We have to run really fast. But sometimes we don't have to. We just get in a habit. Of moving really quickly and we don't ever pause. If we don't pause to consider really what the right solution is, the best solution, the most highest and productive use of our time and our energy and our resources, we can make some bad decisions or at least not the most valuable decision. So I urge you to pause the next time you're asked a question, whether it's by your spouse, your partner, your kids, your boss, a colleague, take a deep breath and exhale before you begin to answer. It's terrible to listen in order to respond. We need to listen so we hear what they're saying. So I urge you to pause. Just take a few seconds, breathe and pause and then regroup, regroup. You're gonna have another opportunity if you didn't do that as well as you thought you could have or should have, you're gonna have another opportunity. It's going to come around again, so just regroup. So as you're trying to be resilient in these really trying times with the pandemic, Everything that's going on, lots is going on in 2020. I, I read a meme today and it was, can we, when can we start using 2020 as a curse word? You know, like, oh, that was so 2020. It's coming, right? It is coming because so much has happened. So write your feelings, get them out, write them down, show up ready, even when you don't feel like it, show up ready. Maintain your equilibrium by breathing, pausing, and regrouping. If you would like to continue this conversation with me, I urge you to join the Facebook group, New Manager Mastery, and I can answer questions and we can engage in a more of a two-way dialogue instead of a one-way. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for joining today.